0: I'm Clegg Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at aftermath.media. I'm Clegg Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. Members to call tonight 503 225 0860. 503 860 An interesting approach to everything, right, when you're talking about world affairs. And, of course, this is ground zero where anything is possible, anything to be talked about in such a way that can be used as a metaphor or the reality is far more terrifying if you allow the nightmares to parade in front of you anxiety and depression and fear for everyone in the world, people are experiencing these emotions right now. And what terrifies me about all of these emotions, that we're all high on this adrenaline, we're all high on this, uh, some people are using the depression as as an energy as well. You look at depression, you look at anxiety, you look at all these emotions and all these experiences we're having right now. And I see it as a tremendous opportunity for someone or some entity to come in and solve all these problems and make them go away. Now, who might that be? That's anyone's guess. And I know a lot of people think the aliens are going to come and save us. I think a lot of people think that uh, government is going to save us. The new voting is going to save us. But, but what if it isn't? What if, what if it's something darker? What if it's something that we, we've always shuddered to think is reality within the elite? that maybe we are going to be handing over our souls gladly to an antichrist or a demon or some other blood-sucking fiend i've always contended that vampires exist among the elite and i'm sure there are many people that would agree with me are the leaders today are are they here to herd us like cattle for the slaughter Are they here to experiment on us with vaccines and other ways to change our DNA? Are we really just useless eaters taking up space and part of the so-called overpopulation problem? One can't help but wonder how saving the world is worth it if there might be so few left to enjoy it. Maybe it's because we entertain them. Perhaps they use us for sustenance. Perhaps we are... Like flies, wanton boys to the gods, we are there for their sport, like Shakespeare once said. I mean, it's scary to even think that there is this agenda. I mean, in a world that that preaches free market ideologies, free thinking, open mindedness, equality, the newly accepted fringe groups have finally succeeded in turning the individual intellect and the collective that is the Western civilization into little more than value objects. You're either a valuable object or you're a victim. Either or, you get attention. And we can say that we have seen in the 21st century the remarkable change in reality that now everything, everyone, every emotion, and even every movement has a price and a cost. Western society and individual thought has, at long last, become totally materialistic, which is to say completely economic according to practices decidedly informed by 18th and 19th century philosophies which compared to now may be argued to be more informed and less political rather than politically misinformed but it appears that we have not shaken old brutalities and even in the face of all that is holy we've allowed the vipers to take over We've allowed the the vipers to break through the doors, the protective gates. Vipers that groom us for a massive bloodletting. Serpents that groom our children for trafficking and slavery. I mean, these underworld policies have led to this ice-cold calculus and equally brutal callousness now present in the minds of those who rule over us and of course, those who are ruling or those who have been ruled. I mean, the effect, uh, the efforts of journalists and academics are nearly intellectually bankrupt. Save for the effort of trying to report on the world, not as it appears, but as it is designed and managed by willful, totalitarianist Vampires. Willful totalitarianist vampires that provide for a free life in terms demanded by a great reset doctrine. Even as it tortures that life daily. Providing no escape from the daily routine. Even dreams are polluted. The unconscious mind is also polluted. And it has been said that dreams are now turning to nightmares as we play back the fears of a muted future. Transhumanists want you to think that the intellectual limits of the uh, unenhanced human have now been reached. But is it any wonder that technological bioengineering and chemical enhancements are rapidly being called, called out, called out for everybody? Transhuman enhancements, transhuman connections, being symbiotic with a machine. And some people no longer have the desire to be human they no longer wish to recognize gender roles anymore or even gender assignments. And those puzzling forms of human behavior and the most horrifying are no longer repulsive or indignant or hampered in their development, production, and marketing. They are valuable in the sense that they are held by society to have a monetary value, either in the form of debt or credit or merchandising, such as the replacement for the concepts of right. And wrong, moral and immoral. Boundaries and limits have been eliminated in the life we live now. We live in the era of transgenders and transracials. And I mean, and in this era of transgender, transracial, transhuman, you can only expect the trans life and trans species will be next. On the list of things that we'll have to be concerned about in this world of a fut- uh, future shock, uh, there, there's—you uh, just look around you—and I think if you can contemplate what is next, you will see that it's trans life, trans species, and I'm sure there are many more things that are going to come up on the radar as we move more and more into this century. Five zero three two two five zero eight sixty—that's five zero three two two five zero eight sixty.